Aloha Maui Nui. Hey, this is Josh Porter. And Jason Verkart. Welcome to the Solar Coaster episode 112, LG Chem. Good one today. Oh, you still know the number. That's good. Yes, yeah. LG Chem. We finally get the chance to actually sit down in the studio with LG. LG. <laughs> LG is uh, our newest sponsor and uh, and really an amazing company, kind of one of the juggernaut out of Korea, right? Uh, and they have LG Electronics and LG Chem. LG Chem is the probably the most deployed residential battery product in market today in the United States, uh, alongside of Tesla, right? And it's right, uh, right. Sunrun's kind of de facto product. We're gonna learn all about that from Lin Tran. We actually have staff coming out from HQ in Seoul, right? And then also yep. staff coming out from the mainland, from the USA. So we're gonna get a chance to dig into that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We also have a guest in studio today, Mr. Brian Thomas. Welcome, Brian. Thanks. Great to be here. Okay. So Brian is independent owner of Fairwinds Wealth Management. Did I say that correctly? Very good. Yep. All right. Got it. Got it. Nice. So Brian's going to help us out with something we've been, we've been really excited about doing, which is talking about investing and about finance and a whole world of renewable energies that we've kind of been remiss in, in touching on. So thank you for joining us today, Brian. Thank you for having oh. me. All right. Let's do our housekeeping, Jay. You ready? Absolutely. Here we all right, go. All right, folks. This is the Solar Coaster. We are a renewable energy theme talk show right here in lovely Maui County. We can be found Fridays at 105 p.m. on Koi 1110 a.m. Also, some FM stations 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, 98.7 FM Upcountry. Got a great website, solar coaster.com. Uh, the big thing there is that we host all our old shows. If you're interested in anything dealing with renewable energy technologies, chances are we talked about it by now. Go into the website, solar-coaster.com, click on podcast, and you can get all your information there. Uh, we also are available on podcast networks, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. All carry the solar coaster. We got some great sponsors, huh? Uh, Sun Drum Solar, that's Sun Drum Solar, and uh, Pantech Design and LG Chem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, let's jump over to the Pantech Design Minute. Welcome to this week's Pantech Design Minute. This week's focus, smart home lighting controls. Did you know that each and every home has on average 40 to 100 light fixtures? Added up, that can be a huge amount of energy. That's why your father always yelled at you to turn off the lights when you were a child. Children will always leave the lights on, even in the middle of the day. So what's the solution? Fortunately, in our automated energy future, we now have other options. Smart home systems know your schedule and the sunrise sundown time specific to the time of year. Occupancy sensors detect whether you are in a room or not and can take action accordingly without ever sending your personal data out over the internet. Programmable scenes configure your lighting for a bright night hosting friends for dinner or a subdued and quiet night at home with a movie. You can even have the systems play back your normal behavior while you're on vacation so it looks like someone's home. This already sounds like science fiction, but with the Pantech Design's ADAPT system, you can take it even one step further because ADAPT integrates your smart home systems with your solar and battery energy supply. Did you know that because your eyes adjust to varying lighting conditions, if you do it slowly enough, you can reduce ambient lighting in a room by more than 30% before anyone will ever notice the difference? And did you also know that because of the way they function, LED lighting takes a lot more power to get just a little brighter when fully on? Putting these two facts together, ADAPT can reduce the energy used by your lighting by more than half when necessary, extending your home's battery runtime or saving on your electric bill. Smart home energy management has matured. Check out Pantech Design's ADAPT system at pantechdesign.com today. So Brian, Pantech Design is a company that partnered with uh, Sonin and uh, Crestron and a whole suite of smart house products. And they're basically allowing solar plus battery to interact with these products, right? Uh, and we met them at SPI 2018. And we were just kind of, uh, they were the kind of the showstopper. So they came out as a sponsor and we've got a chance to learn about all their different kind of nuanced technologies. That's very cool. I mean, hopefully been... we're going to get a chance to go to Texas and actually see the house in action too. It's like there have been numerous ways to try and get the smart home smarter. And yeah. they've come close, but they're just not as simple as they need to be, I think. So. Right, right. And that's key, the key thing. I know one of the guys in the industry said to us, hey, you know, up until now, smart homes have been great. And of course, it tends to be like, you know, pretty like high end homes. But this is moving more towards like an affordable price point, still still an investment, but kind of taking it outside of the notion of uh, like a glorified remote and into something that's kind of helping you when you need it. You know, uh, solar, uh, like let's say grid goes down. Largely, okay. honestly making decisions. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Hey, th th there's a storm coming. What do you want to do? let's make sure everything's operational for you. Yeah, bring you know? some sort of AI around it too, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think but that's yeah, where it's going. Yeah, exactly. So that's Pantech. Love those guys. All right, news and events time, Jay. Absolutely. Uh, big study coming out of the uh, Belt and Road uh, project out of China. Uh, examined 
where they could put solar sites along this entire this is the old silk road route i don't know if a few folks are aware or not um but it's a huge project to kind of spur industry give uh, a land route back uh, instead of instead of ocean going uh shipping and they're going to be investing a tremendous amount in infrastructure both road and rail uh across all of the the old silk road countries um but they were looking specifically at this report um to figure out where they can put solar along the road now it's not specific not like the solar road that we heard out of china before where they're actually embedding solar panels in the road it's just looking for sites along but they found that because of where these uh countries are located they're relatively close to the equator equator relatively dry uh very very sunny places they can get a a maximum of 7.8 terawatt of solar along the route and because they're already investing in this infrastructure they could use it as a as as an energy connector as well so not just transportation for goods uh unbelievable amount of power so yeah that's (laughs) this is pretty cool idea right so they're talking about you know uh amplifying their shipping capability right through a a, a Mm -hmm. old route which is the silk roads which is history right and then being able to uh deploy solar all around that where there isn't necessarily a lot of consumption something like 30 percent of this overall project could be consumed locally but like 70 percent of it was it that would be probably transported transported and, along the route to other people other places that need it right yeah and then so you're talking but set but terawatts what the heck is a terawatt right so <laughs> 7.8 terawatt we i've doc brown's what, what the heck is a gigawatt for uh you know in uh in, in marty mcfly right but uh the yeah. the bottom line is 7.8 terawatts is a massive amount of energy i mean that is uh, you know, we're, we're deploying about 108. Last year, we deployed 108 gigawatts globally. So that is yeah. um, and terawatts, the next level up, right? It goes gigawatt, right? Terawatt, thousand, right? Thousand so, gigawatts is one terawatt. So that's something like what is that? Like, uh, geez, at least I don't know. So seventy yeah. seven thousand gigawatts. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. We got a, we got a yep. good numbers guy on. So seven thousand gigawatts. Yep. So that's way way more than we're deploying globally. And they're talking about doing this by twenty thirty. Uh, that eleven point two trillion dollar. Mm, that's that's. Satisfy no? the route's projected electricity demand in 2030, al- along with shipping that. If it wasn't, it wasn't going to be done by 2030. They're not going to deploy it by 2030. They're not oh. going to deploy it by 2030. It was just this is just a research project so far. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think they just, should. It's just to show how much <laughs> power is available if you actually go looking for it. I like the Harvard University professor Michael McElroy says the money is very large. <laughs> trillion dollars. Yes, (laughs) the money is very large. (laughs) But but I think I think it's fantastic that they're doing this kind of research. I think they're they're, some of these sites are definitely probably going to go forward Mm. because they're extremely attractive. And this is I mean, it is the biggest um, carbon emitting countries that are that this belt is going through right now. Okay. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. So you want to take a look at what's going on nationally? Got something else happening, right? You want to? Yeah. You want to? You want to talk about some other big numbers? Uh, transitioning the U.S. to 100% renewables by 2030 would actually cost uh, ratepayers 4.5 trillion dollars, says a Wood McKenzie uh, research project. Um, that's that equates to like $35,000 per U.S. household. <laughs> So they're talking about yep. increasing energy costs over the lifetime. Is that what that that, that means? Because of uh, all the capital trend. like that's required to um, put it together. All the capital just to build out the infrastructure to have enough generating capacity to satisfy current demand. Why does that? It kind of flies in the face of what we always talk about: how renewable energy saves people's money, save people money. Well, it's it's it basically this is this is just the cost of installation. It's it in over time. Once it's done, the energy is is essentially free, right? I mean, oh, so that's you, just you the capital expenditure, thirty five thousand bucks. That's not like long term energy delta increasing. No, 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 no. Oh, that's okay, not what it's talking about at all. This is actually the yeah the capital expenditure to build the infrastructure to have renewable sources of energy at the level that we're currently at. Gotcha. Which which then you would need to supply the numbers of the offset of savings of non-renewable energy. Right. To give it some relevance and yep. perspective. Yep. Right. right. And actually, they, they do admit that there's a lot of stuff that they didn't put into the report here. Uh, they certainly didn't talk about uh, retraining um, employees of, of former uh, fossil fuel industry. Uh, the stranded asset conversation is not factored in here either. Uh, so all the old uh, coal, coal-fired plants or, or oil-fired plants, et cetera, et cetera. And even uh, nuclear, they didn't really factor in uh, nuclear. So, so it's... It's literally just this is how much it would be today to make enough energy. Um, 
we have an issue too. It's a lot of the nuclear plants that are out there, and nuclear plants are generally big, right? Um, they're all getting old, and they're going to get. Uh, it's, a lot of them start kind of aging out. They age out at 60 years, so they need to be retired. And these are the old style nuclear plants, anyway. The old GE designs, right? Mm -hmm. um, they really, they really need to be shut down, and those are huge numbers. When you talk about one, two, ten gigawatt, those, those are the ones that that will be retired, so, and they're retiring soon. So they need to be retired. They, they need to be replaced. But um, they, there's a lot of conversation. It's going to be cheaper to transition to renewables right away, right? If we just bite the bullet and buy and do it, but it's not cheap. It's cheaper, but not cheap. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, uh, well, on a, on a moving over, if we can, to what's going on here in Hawaii. Shall we do that, Jay? Sure. We'll talk a little bit about uh, what's happening here. So there's an article in the Maui News, uh, Miko increases renewable power storage amounts sought in next procurement. So um, mm -hmm. if you haven't been following what's going on, we just had a, a renewable energy forum. Was it the night before last? I guess it was maybe Thursday or something. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we were talking about how Maui can get to 100% renewable energies. It was at the Caraman Center. Uh, we've got a couple of recordings there. Uh, Kaku's doing a whole uh, video that will be presented on that, too. It was really good. I mean, it was really uh, it was standing room only. All the seats were taken up and people People were asking a lot of questions and it carried over probably a solid half an hour or so in, in, in Q&A. Um, but they're talking about a lot of, you know, about all the different things that will be necessary to, to transition uh, to 100% renewables. But what's happening right now is one, the, the big piece of that conversation is utility scale. So we've just had, yep. um, and, and this article does a pretty good job of mapping out the, the expansion of these utility scale uh, uh, RFPs or requests for proposals. So we had um, recently the AES project, which is 60 megawatts and 240 megawatt hours. That's a huge project that's been not only awarded, but approved. They referenced that in this article here. I did see a picture of that, and that is central Maui right there, right? As you fly in, you would go right over those panels. That's on about 500 acres of land. Uh, and by my math, probably somewhere around 200,000 modules uh, or maybe more. And it, it's got kind of like these three different sections, right? They, and and it's, it's, it's super visible, right? So one of the concerns that mm -hmm. people have before we even get into these next stages, like that's already been awarded that 60 megawatts. So this next stage, which is going to be issued on the 10th of July, uh, RFP phase two, that is actually going to be upwards of 130, 140 plus megawatts. So, you know, a multiple of that system. Uh, when you add that together, you're looking at probably in the order of about 1,500 acres of land that's going to need to be uh, allocated for that purpose. So then the conversation in yep. this forum and in these articles, they're tending to move towards land allocation. How do we do that in a way that doesn't, you know, in, in, intrude on the, the aesthetic and the health of our environment, right? And and yeah. just kind of piss people off, really. I mean, I think that's what they're mostly worried about because one of these projects, the one up in, above Kula, uh, the and I always have trouble with the names on these. Is it the um, Paehu Solar Project, which has been awarded to Interjex? That one is still pending uh, 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 approval because of uh, some, you know, some basically. Um, uh, there, there's a lot of concerns that it's going to affect property values in yeah. in, in some locations. Uh, the the glint issue, the 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 heat issue. Uh, there's a lot of questions, and I think we're going to have to come to grips with the fact that that they, that's a small project. Um, the, the 15 the, megs is a start, small when project. We, yeah. When we start end of lifing places like like Maalaya, which we know is more than 200. Um, megawatt um that's that's going to take a tremendous amount of area to replace with solar i mean wind is another option offshore wind is another option um we certainly can entertain those conversations but it's going to change the landscape yeah my and big, we need to come we, we need to we need to understand that yeah my big <laughs> takeaway kind of Jay, really it. was that this this relationship between utility scale and rooftop that was the big thing that kind of came into mind because you have the use of the land. You have, how, I mean, even if you were to, there's going to be a negotiation there. And I think that uh, taking advantage of rooftop as much as possible, I really want to understand how much that can mitigate the amount of uh, utility scale that's necessary to be deployed. And then when you do deploy this, and we're not talking about small stuff, folks, 1,500 acres, Brian. I mean, that's a lot of land right in the middle of central Maui, right? So 500 presently. And there's no place you can put it that you can like hide it. <laughs> and then, But if you can look at multi-use for that land, uh, you know, 
know, whether you're, you know, you have sheep keeping the, the, the weeds down or whether you have beekeeping or who the heck knows what you're doing out there. But if you're, if you're finding ways to kind of honor that land and do, do, uh, do good there, uh, I think that could, could go a long way. So that was those, yeah. uh, those couple of great opportunities to learn about what's happening. We have a lot of solar coming in, folks. It's going to be a very different world. And I mean, if, if someone if someone doesn't have rooftop solar, but then they don't want to see that that fifteen hundred acres or so, it's like, well, figure out what you want. Are you still going to use electricity? Of course you are. Well, if you got rooftop, that would mitigate some of the demand for the fifteen hundred out there. I feel like the rooftop play. I really want to understand because right now we have about thirteen thousand systems or something. They gave us the numbers at the forum, right? And uh, something mm-hmm. like seventy one thousand utility accounts. Okay. I want to understand how much rooftop right now yeah. is actually square footage wise, percentage wise. Yeah, I was going to say how much room is there? Percentage of saturation. Yeah, how much room is there on rooftop? Mm-hmm. If, and will it make a significant impact, or is it kind of moot? I mean, does it not matter because you need so much, so much more? But I that I, I don't know that yet. And I really want to understand it. And, and then I, th- I thought we had a number that was like 30, 30 something percent, 34 we, percent. Well, the, that's renewable. That's renewables uh, on Maui, the 38 percent mark. Yeah. Uh, but okay. What we're trying to understand is how much avail- just sheer rooftop availability and percentage of that is, is still left. How much can we put more on? Right. And will that make Sounds a difference like a in Google utility? Map question. Yeah. 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 Very good stuff. Okay. Yeah. We're at 121. That was the Maui uh, thing we want to touch on. We're really fortunate to have Brian here. Brian, this is going to be an opportunity for us to talk all about renewable energy stocks and investments and just generally help people understand like how they can be a part of this, you know? Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's the question one, one has to ask, it's like, is this a growing space? It is for sure. And there's no doubt about that. So, you know, if somebody doesn't have a solar rooftop system, uh, and they wanted to participate, but without buying a whole solar system, they could own uh, investments that would benefit from the increase of solar and renewable usage pretty simply, actually. And mm-hmm. so today I want to just give some ideas about how to participate in the space. Uh, I can get far down rabbit holes on stuff. Uh, we like rabbit holes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if we have the time to go there, but uh, people are welcome to call me if they have any questions or so. Um, but essentially, there uh, is a movement in the investment industry called ESG, and that stands ESG. for yeah, Environmental, Social, and Governance. And it's kind of cool in the fact that if you and I were to go to, uh, let's say, McDonald's or something like that and say, you know, we wish you would change your packaging, they'd laugh at us more or less. But when everybody pulls their money in this one common goal, and that money has a lot more power than if you and I were to walk in. And so ESG has some uh, benefits in the fact that that money bigger pools of it can speak bigger volumes and then it can uh, enforce more uh, benefit. So essentially, renewable energy is a part of ESG and, and renewable energy, uh, you can get into it via individual stocks, you can own uh, mutual funds that, that deploy your money uh, and own various stocks or other investments. Uh, the vehicles of investing are stocks, uh, I'm sorry, the asset classes of investing are stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, foreign exchange, and the vehicles, which is what I want to talk about today, mm-hmm. like think of a truck carrying gravel or, or fuel oil or something like that. The vehicle of investing, probably one of the most common known one is a mutual fund, right? And you may have those mm-hmm. in an IRA or, or your 401k or such. Uh, there is a thing called an ETF, and some people may know what that is, but it stands for Exchange Traded Fund. And... In, just to show you the growth, in 2003, there was $204 billion in ETFs, and I got in the business in 98. They made a lot of sense back then. They make way more sense now, but there's $6 trillion invested in ETFs. Uh, I'm sorry, $5.02 trillion. But uh, just to give you an example, this is not a recommendation, mm-hmm. but it's an example of a way somebody could put some money into work, into renewable energy. Uh, there's an ETF. The ticker symbol is TAN, and it owns solar stocks. And it owns some solar stocks outside the U.S. So rather than someone trying to pick the right solar company, it's going to own a basket of them. Yeah. So you've got some diversification on that side. But, you know, check it out. It's, it, it has a good-looking chart. Um, that's probably one of the first ways somebody wants to, uh, if they're looking at something, just look at the chart. And if it's going up, that's good to keep this thing simple. This is, you know, it's funny because uh, Tan, uh, this is an area that I think makes so much sense. And, you know, this came off a conversation we had over lunch the other day. And I was so excited by it because what I know about the renewable energy industry is it's very hard to pick winners within it. It's, it can be very volatile. Newcomers can come out all the time and do, and they look like they're going to be great. And then they're not always, right? So when I saw that Tan, I was like, oh, that is a fantastic way to be involved. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. uh, Jay, go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say the same thing. We've seen we've seen some players over the years that we thought were extremely solid, and and they imploded. <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. And there's a, there's a there's a there's a saying in the industry on the PV module side: the the number one volume manufacturer in the world is like just ready to topple. So it's like there that seems yeah. to be a really dangerous spot to be. Two, three, four. That's a great spot to be. One, very scary to be that sure. guy. Yeah, <laughs> we've heard that before. And, and and speaking to that, there's. There's a there's a supply demand imbalance sometimes, and there's all those variables in the background. Yeah. But if you pull up a chart of the investment, whatever investment it is, that's the basic way a daily chart. That's the basic way to ascertain if it's moving up or down. And and mm-hmm. you know there's two types of investors out there. One that just buy and hold. The space is going to grow. And as this show is called Solar Coaster, their investment will also be a roller coaster. Right. And so <laughs> that's one approach. Yeah. And there's another approach to say we we want to define our risk. And we want to define the risk as say, because it's the only thing we can control as investors, how much we're going to risk right. via the position, position size and then what our downside risk is on it. We have no idea what the upside is going to be. The second way is is way that we manage money, essentially. We define the risk going into it, and things change. Excellent, excellent. Well, that was a great introductory uh, session on uh, looking at uh, finance and how to get involved with solar and renewable energies in the finance world. We'll have to do a whole show on that. I'm sure there's loads we could talk about. Uh, so if someone wants to get in touch with you, how do they go about doing that? 808-873-3247. Uh, no such thing as a bad question. Call anytime, 808-873-3247. That's Brian Thomas, independent owner of Fairwinds Wealth Management, good friend of mine, Really, thank you so much for coming in. Great to be here. All right. Appreciate it. All right. So we're going to move right over to our commercials, come back with LG Chem and hear a great show from these guys. LG is a leader in the home electronics industry and manufactures some of the most popular PV panels, as well as many other appliances we've come to know and appreciate over the years. The same LG brand offers the LG Chem Resu battery line for your home energy storage needs. Here in Hawaii, their primary model is the LG 10H Resu with 9.3 kilowatt hours of usable capacity. The LG 10H Resu can be used both to maximize consumption of solar energy at home and also functions as a source of backup power in the event that the grid goes down. LG Chem has increased production of their battery line for Hawaii's renewable energy solar market. Contact your local solar provider to learn more about the LG Chem 10H Resu battery. Sundrum Solar is the manufacturer of a revolutionary thermal collector that fits on the underside of your standard PV panel to maximize energy capture per square foot. The Sundrum Solar Hybrid PVT system, combined photovoltaic and thermal, holds the world record for peak efficiency, capturing an astounding 86% usable energy. Learn how Sundrum Solar vastly improves electric, heating, and cooling economics at sundrumsolar.com. Pantech Design is ushering the world into a new age of home energy automation through the convergence of smart home technologies and renewable energy management. Unifying solar energy production, intelligent energy storage, and smart breaker technologies with smart home devices, Pantech Design's complete home energy automation suite incorporates unprecedented control of lighting, shades, climate, security, hot water, electric vehicle charging, and many other systems. Contact Pantech today at PantechDesign.com. Okay, folks, those were our wonderful sponsors. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the coaster for 108-ish plus. Nine, ten. Nine-ish, ten <laughs> glorious episodes over two years. We're here with a really great group of people. And we're one here. of our sponsors. And one of our sponsors, <laughs> yes, and a special place in our heart for our sponsors. Uh, this is the LG Chem crew that's come to Hawaii from California. Uh, welcome. We have uh, Mrs. Lynn Tran in the room. You want to say hello? Hello, thanks for having us. Pleasure, pleasure. And who are some of these other fine folks we got? Uh, Tom Bullock, uh, here from Anaheim, California. All right, welcome, Tom. Great Great. to be here. Thank you. Nice to to have you. And I'm Jennifer. I'm from the HQ of Seoul, Korea. All right, we have uh, headquarters represented here as well. Thank you for flying all the way out. Did you come right directly from uh, Seoul to, to Hawaii? Yeah, it's my first time in Hawaii. Oh, so yeah. you're getting a great uh, opportunity. You to, came to the right island. Yeah. Isn't it nice to do business in a place like Hawaii, right? It's wonderful. Oh, I have to go to Hawaii. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, was there a competitive thing that happened in HQ when you said we got to go to Hawaii? Sure, sure. Rocks or papers. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> you didn't go that far. Wow. Very good. Well, it's Fun. great to have you folks here in the studio. Thanks so much for taking the time to you know out of your busy schedule and meeting with everybody on your Hawaii tour. What are you up to? Are you in Hawaii for a week or so? Or who are you meeting with? What are you doing? 
Uh, we're in Hawaii this week, uh, rolling out some new training materials and uh, providing some updates to installers of what we've been working on, improving for uh, what we learned upon from our first full year of sales in 2018. So we're out here spreading the message. Okay, fantastic. Now, LG's a, a company that you know we're very excited about. First of all, your products in the on-grid solar storage space at the LG Chem 10H Resu, which is your primarily primary product line, right, is probably one of the most deployed on-grid batteries in Hawaii to date. Um, so you know, this it's not like you're starting to, you're rolling out a new line or something. I mean, you're already out there. In my view, it's pretty much you know the, the one that I, most of the people that I know have. Yeah, I've, I've, have seen, them, I've seen them hanging Correct. on walls in, in a lot of yeah. a lot of places. Correct. Uh, LG, LG's uh, Resu battery is definitely the most deployed residential battery out there. Um, we've, to date, had uh, 16,000 units Whoa. deployed and installed. Um, so that's quite a bit of experience to learn from. And we haven't, and that's just with us having the product and getting out there and getting our feet wet. And now that we're well positioned, well established, um, hopefully we can bring those numbers uh, and increase them quite a bit. Yeah, so 16,000 is no small number because I got a sense of kind of where that fits into the market. That's actually really significant. And has a lot of that happened over the course of the last couple of years, or has that been a, something over a five-year period? Well, how, long or one year the, period? how long has the, the resi been available? Um, since about May, June 2017. Yeah, okay, so okay. it's really yeah. a year. A couple of years. And then, you know, you, um, so why don't you tell us a little bit? You've been on the show before, thank you. You've been a contributor many times in the Solar Coaster. Um, some interviews we've done, and we've run into each other at SPI and InterSolar, all the usual stomping grounds of the solar people, right? Uh, so give she didn't remember me. <laughs> Get out of here. Are you serious? Can't imagine. You, you're very, very memorable. I guess I'm not so much. You had to no, go trade, there, didn't trade, you? trade shows are like that. Though, I right? just try to wear the louder Aloha shirt. That's I think my, that's where that's it is. I'm strategy. very subtle. So, well, for the sake of our listeners, why don't we start from the beginning? Talk a little bit about LG Chem as a company, who you are, what your positioning is. Tell us about yourself too, and let's understand kind of how you come to this place in time. Sure. Um, well, first, I'm Lynn Tran, and I'm responsible for the Resu battery here in North America. And uh, LG is a, a very who doesn't know LG? You know, it's, we're a consumer products company. We're very large and established. And LG Chem, we are the chemical. Uh, company, chemical wing of what the LG group is. And LG Chem is, was actually the original LG. Um, oh, really? The original, original. Oh, wow. And oh, so wow. we're sort of like um, the what would you, mother seed of, of <laughs> what the whole LG group is. And right. so we're one of three main pillars that go into make up the, the big LG name that we all know. Mm -hmm. And we are fundamentally a very advanced chemical company, right. first wow. and foremost. Okay, so, um, all right, so that's the background of LG. So LG Chem is kind of the mothership, and then the other subsidiaries kind of came out uh, over time, I suppose. And LG Electronics is actually a, a really relevant company to the American uh, appliance owner, right? People that are buying, they, they're aware of LG Electronics. Is that where the dishwashers and the refrigerators and all that fits in? Do they fit into LGE? Uh, yeah, LGE, they make all the home appliances, the solar panels. Um, they also have a home battery solution, home storage solution uh, that's compatible with, with our battery. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the LG that we all think of, that is the, the LG Electronics. Got it, right. got it. So where um, help us understand your product and how it fits in, because I know there's a couple other companies involved. Uh, you know, it, we're, we're, The whole solution, right? Yeah, that's, what that's, is that's the solution kind of the, look the, like? the layout of the whole solution. Yeah, well, LG Chem as a chemical company is being very focused at being what we're good at, which is being a battery manufacturer. Sure. We manufacture, it's all our own core IPs, our own technology, literally from the inside out. We make the cell, the module, the pack, everything. Um, and it's all done under our own manufacturing uh, uh, companies. Quality control. Mm -hmm. Correct. Right there. Um, so yeah, well, like let's think about let's think about um, the solution itself that homeowners will be considering uh, putting into their homes, right? So the one that has sixteen thousand deployed systems across uh, the, the country right now. What does that entail? Yeah, what does that look like? The um, looks like a lot of batteries. <laughs> it, looks, it looks pretty successful, actually. Um, so being a, a, a very focused chemical company, um, our our position in the market is to be compatible with the technology that. And solar installers are going to be adopting. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever inverter that is going to be adopted by solar installers, we just make the battery to fit it. So we want to be the LG that an installer will bring into their business. They understand um, it's one chemistry, one company, and it's the uh, inverter that changes and adopts and adopts for how the market changes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we just make the battery to fit it. So you're it. kind of inverter agnostic, really. Right. Nice. 
Yeah, okay. we, we have to have the inverter though because you know DC. Well, yeah, no, it doesn't. Just DC power. So <laughs> right. So um, a lot of these systems, uh, the the inverters that you've been working with, because the one that's available presently is. I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but what I understand is that the LG 10H it pairs with a Solar Edge 7600 watt inverter, right? Is correct. that is that correct? Mm -hmm. So that technology, you also have the capability to, I think, right now you have pretty good modularity in that. You know, speaking from you see me put my solar ha installer hat on for a moment there. So you've got the ability to integrate one, two, three, or four batteries. Is that true? Uh, you can stack up to two batteries on a single inverter, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I've seen up to four inverters and, and eight batteries. Oh wow! Four inverters and eight batteries. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Okay, so that's uh, that's almost small commercial scale right there. It really four is. inverters <laughs> is like what is that? Some from four or 30 kilowatts of of AC capacity, right? And that's like oh, you know probably a forty kilowatt DC array. That's kind of like a big resi or a small commercial kind of system. The um, the SMA, we have a, an AC coupled solution with the SMA Sunny Boy storage inverter, mm -hmm. and that one you can put up to three batteries to a single inverter. Right, okay, is that yeah. available presently? Yeah, it's available today. No kidding, mm -hmm. oh In wow. the US. Correct, <laughs> it's here. Oh, okay. So three 10Hs to, what's a the wattage single? of that? Sunny Boy, do you know off the top of your head? No, it's like a um, six it, or something? I wanna say it's a six. It, it's like a three, eight, five, Six days, something like that. It's, okay. it's a gotcha. Six plus. <laughs> so in that circumstance, you're you're able to get some extended energy over time, like more battery backup. For, bigger gas tank. Right, bigger gas tank. More oh, mileage. That's a nice way to look nice. at it. Nice. Nice way. Very good. Very good. Okay. Well, so you've got the solar edge relationship. You got the SMA relationship. What's what? What other kinds of are there other types of system architectures out there? What's going on? Yes. Um, so solar edge SMA uh, LGE <coughs> has uh, their inverter that is compatible with ours, and we also have Delta and Huawei as inverter Whoa. options. So we okay. we really want to be uh, applicable to you know pretty much any inverter technology that's going to be adopted. Now both, uh, I want to talk about all three of those. <laughs> so uh, we, we, do we, we can be a little geeky here. It's totally fine to talk technical, by the way. We got a lot of technical kind of listeners, right? You know, people in the industry listen. So Delta made headway and made some news in, in Munich at Intersolar in 2000, just last month or last week or whatever last it was. Uh, Huawei made some news. They won some awards for their commercial uh, products. Now the, um, I mean, I didn't actually get a chance to look at the residential on either of those sides of the fences, so I got to take a peek at that. But um, the let's talk about the LGE a little bit because that's really exciting. And, and the reason I think it's super exciting, as far as I'm concerned, LG Chem and LGE, yeah, they're sister brother companies. Okay, fine. But it, you have an opportunity for the first time that I'm aware of in the solar industry, solar space, to be able to have one brand across your panels, your inverters, and your batteries. I don't think that's ever happened. Call me a liar. Am I wrong? No, I don't think that's. Right? Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's wild. I like the idea of that, and people are very comfortable. I think I have an LG something in my house somewhere. So this is a really <laughs> wonderful, right? So tell us a more about this idea and what's going on. Yeah, the LGE and Resu solution is available now, and it's both AC coupled and DC coupled. So you have oh, like some that. flexibility there. Going oh, wow. back to that's the cool. you know getting used to one hardware across many applications, and um, it's. It, Got to throw it. I don't. I don't want to be like this stereotypical girl about it, but it looks nice. Yeah. It looks nice. Um, it, it matches well with our battery, and you know th these are going to be hanging in people's homes. And you know LG really owns the inside of the space of the home with the appliances and the TVs. And the Resu is a, a very attractive home battery. Yeah, I, don't, so, I don't think that's out of bounds. I mean, you're going to have to live with these products. It is, as we were saying before yeah, the show, is it's, it's the, ne the next home appliance, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're going to be living with this device, whatever it is. I don't want it to look like a rock. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about the, sh the sphere that came out of that Spanish company oh, as, right. as like a work of art. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they really do need to have some visual presence. And I, I, I'm glad that they've invested some time and effort into that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and LG Chem took direct feedback from the market and mm -hmm. implemented it into that design. And I can only say that from direct experience. And I think that's, I don't think you get that with every manufacturer. Sure. Um, but yeah, we, we want homeowners to be proud of like, look what I got. It's the, I'm not the 1%, but it's the most high tech thing I could put in my home uh, for um, safety, security, um, being emergency preparedness, um, yeah. saving yep. money, and just you know being a bit more uh, saving, independent. Saving, saving money being a key component of that. I mean, how, yeah. how how easy it is to to actually configure these things to save money. You, you, you program it and you just program it via the inverter, mm -hmm. and that's how you're going to have your charging and discharging take care of your. Um, 
home loads. Okay. And that's what's that, that that an installer will do that, obviously, right? They'll mm -hmm. do the programming and then mm -hmm. the pairing with the inverter that, that's chosen. So um, I, yeah, I get pretty excited. I mean, when I, if you walk in the Costco today, and uh, there's actually an appliance section, right? Mm -hmm. And in that section, I think there's an <laughs> LG uh, appliance pack set. Yes. Uh, right? And, I, and I, as I, we were there the other day, and Julia was playing with the microwave, if you remember that. <laughs> there's a story there. High tech, right? <laughs> I, I, I literally saw inverter battery panel right next to it. And I thought, oh, you could buy everything for the house that you're building. You didn't right? actually see it. You just no, saw no. that in your head. In my head. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. It's in my head. I see a lot of things virtually <laughs> in my head all the time. So that's a pretty exciting notion. And it is, uh, I, I can tell you, I've recently installed some LG panels uh, from LGE, uh, about 130 of them on, a, on an installation in Kihei. And they were a, very aesthetic. Everyone was commenting on it. They were triple black, black frame, nice. back, back, black backing, black uh, cell, uh, and they just were gorgeous. They were really, really, I mean, notably different than your average panel. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, installers were talking about it, right? And then I, I don't have a view of the inverter in my mind, but I suspect it's similar aesthetic to the battery. Is it like a, a silver or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's a silver gray, and it has like sort of like the vertical striations right. in it that matches our corrugated exterior. But yeah, I mean, LG from the roof to the ground, uh, one full system, very attractive. You know, any, I think anyone would be proud to have that in their Isn't home. Isn't that amazing? And then what about um, our, how do, like what kind of, um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the, the, the power capabilities? Do you know what the LG inverter looks like? I mean, because I'm just very interested, genuinely mm -hmm. interested to know. I, I think it's five and seven, de depending AC okay. or DC coupled. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's really really brand new, um, so we're we're still getting our um, still memorizing everyone's right. inverter companies definitely outnumber the battery side, so it's a lot of specs for us to remember. Yeah, um, and we'll and we'll definitely double down on the chemistry and the discussion in the battery space. I'm just a little excited about the inverter. You're gonna have to I have to apologize. It's a lot to so, be excited about. <laughs> so um, yeah, for example, can we stack them? You know, are they? Uh, what do the warranties look like? All this you can do two. So you could do two, possibly seven kilowatt. LG inverters, did I just hear that? Two batteries to the inverter. Oh, gotcha. Right, and okay. um, when you buy it from, you, when you buy the full kit, right. it's everything you need to go into the home. Wow. It's whole, a la carte versus the whole combo meal. It's a big deal, folks, it really is. I mean, to be able to uh, even, I never would have even imagined that we could have that opportunity to buy LG panels, LG inverters. Well, it's, it's just LG never batteries. been that way in the industry. Right? I mean, you have these people that have specialities and they're so different. Uh, when you talk about panel manufacturers, they need to know their stuff when it comes to cutting silicon and wiring these things, uh, half cells versus full cells versus thickness versus back sheet versus I mean, all these things that go into it. How can you possibly get someone who does solar panels really well to design an inverter, and it's just completely disparate. But when you get a company the size of LG, where you have the large umbrella, they can do it. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then LGE, you know, they have the solar panel stuff down packed, mm -hmm. and LG Chem has the electrochemical battery down packed, and you have the whole coupled, you have um, the whole package solution with so much expertise and experience, um, which is, this is a brand new market, but this is um, really what the, the LG companies are accustomed to. Sure, sure. There's a, there's a term in the industry. It's a bit of an irreverent term, but I'm going to use it. And it's called one neck to choke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and what that means, really, and it's, you know, in the past, you've had panel guys, you've had racking guys, you've had inverter guys, you've had storage guys, you've yeah. had electronics and monitoring guys. All of a sudden, you've got six, seven different companies creating this one system, right, in your house in the early days. And then if something goes wrong, whose problem is it? <laughs> goes yeah, it's, it's, it's always pointing, pointing fingers the other way. No, but in, no one in, wants to in this case, and I get it, they're still separate companies, but you have this opportunity for to say, hey, we're taking responsibility for the production, the, the transmission of energy, the storage of energy, and, and, geez Louise, the consumption of energy in the devices in the house, which is pretty remarkable. Right, and, and when you buy the LG uh, home battery kit, um, it's, uh, if you have any issues with it, you call up LGE. Okay, you know, so it really does go through. Um, they fully support our product. We fully support That's them. That's huge. So when you have an issue, you're you're directly tied to two LG companies. So it, the one throat to choke, uh, that throat, I guess, would be LGE, but we're, we're right behind them. <laughs> yep.
That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Okay, so we're talking a little bit about the, um, give us a sense of some of the strengths of this system, right? Okay, so people are out there in this space. They're going, hey, you know, I think it's time for me. I think I think this next six months are going to be record-breaking, okay? Because we have the stagger down of the federal in, uh, investment tax credit. We have um, a great um, availability of utility programs. I don't know if you know, CGS Plus, for example, here on Maui is looking pretty good. Other environments, maybe not so much. Um, and so we have a lot of programs available. We we have um, a lot of enthusiasm and kind of you know buy-in to to solar solar plus storage. We have old NEM clients that have a NEM plus program where you can build in new solar plus batteries. You have new people on consumer self-supply. We finally have, got financing options. We have so loads on-bill of financing. financing, private financing. There's a lot of ways to, to actually get it done. Yeah. HGITV. I listened to the show with Guanyang Motolao. It was a great show. It talks all about on-bill financing. So yep. there's a lot happening. A lot of the pieces are in place for a real ramp from a 20, 25% adoption rate up to a, who knows where it lands, 40%, right? 50%, who knows what happens. So, um, you know, what do you, uh, what do you see, you know, tell us about the strengths. When people are making this decision saying, I got to buy a on-grid, I got to buy solar plus batteries. And uh, why should I go ahead and buy this, uh, the LG 10H? Why should I choose that solution? Because we're a battery manufacturer and we're a chemical company, I think you should want that when you're looking at a battery product, where the expertise is coming from, where our focus is really coming from. Um, LG as a whole is known for building quality, reliable products, uh, safe uh, products. And um, LG Chem uh, specifically, we're, we're a huge supplier to the automotive industry, and no one knows that because you don't buy your car based on the battery. Not mm. not today. Yeah. And so um, ah, we're, good point. <laughs> we're, we're a big supplier. And um, what are you saying? <laughs> are you saying that LG's going into the car business? <laughs> did, I, no, did I just hear that? <laughs> LG right today. LG uh, has all the components to do an electric vehicle, uh, but. Why, why would we compete with our partners? Copy you know, that. we're a supplier mm, yeah. to them. Okay. And uh, today, LG Chem, LG Chem cell technology, same stuff that's being uh, used in the Resu 10H battery. Uh, we have 700,000 electric vehicles on the road with zero safety infractions. That's a big deal. That's a really big a big deal. deal. Okay, so I, I wonder, I want to know what brand it is. <laughs> but so you get <laughs> 700,000 electric vehicles around the world with your batteries in them, and and of course we've talked about this in the past because automotive standards are extremely strict, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're in that env- environment and you're performing well with zero infractions, zero safety infractions, I mean, geez, that's, that kind of says it all that's, to me right yeah, there. Yeah, it speaks to doing it. Doing something right. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Okay, so you so you're a chemical company that does batteries correctly, knows batteries deeply, and that's kind of the core value proposition when someone should be choosing a storage unit for their home. Correct. Um, absolutely. Especially, you know, our, um, our homes are our castles, right? We're kings of our own castle, and uh, we want to make sure that whatever goes into there is, is going to be safe, your money, your investment is going to be well worth it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as you said, Jason, you know, you want it to look good, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's, okay, so what, what do you see happening, and what is it your, I mean, your, your, what is your goal as the person in charge, you're pretty young to be in charge of the North America uh, launch of LG, uh, LG 10H Resi, right? So what are you trying to accomplish over the, over the next few years? Um, we are trying to bridge the gap of, um, of educating uh, the, mass, the mass populace of mm-hmm. um, home batteries, what they can do, what the opportunity is, and how they're going to fit part of our lives because it will be a part of our, 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 our landscape. Our homes are going to have this new high-tech type of appliance going forward. Our homes are getting nothing but more advanced and smarter. And um, I, there's a lot to learn out there. And so when it comes to home batteries, who knows batteries more than LG Chem? And who who can get the who? Who does the uh, majority of the audience recognize? LG. We're a household name, uh, very reliable, trustworthy, and we're familiar to everyone. So I think um, uh, LG has the responsibility to bring that education to the market. I'm glad you recognize that. We've talked a lot about this this information disparity between buyer and seller. Uh, people don't know about battery chemistries. People don't know about kilowatt hours <laughs> versus just kilowatt. Um, it, it's a really difficult conversation to have. It's one of the reasons why we started the solar coaster in the first place. I'm, I'm really pleased to hear you say, say that education is at the forefront <laughs> of what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and I, I guarantee you there's LG Chem products already in people's homes. 
like there's LG Chem products in here. On this table. On this table. <laughs> it just, we don't market it. You know, this is the first time we're really getting getting in front of consumers to say, do you know that LG has a battery? You Do you know that these options are available with your beautiful LG panels, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. You know, the, um, right now, we were just uh, on a show uh, last week with um, uh, Billy from Mosaic, and mm -hmm. the conversation was around the growth of residential solar across the country. We hit 2 million uh, residential insula installations just recently in the United mm -hmm. States, yep. right? And in Hawaii, we're seeing 80% of permit poles are integrating batteries. In California, it's something like 20 or 30%, 30. which is remarkable. The state, California, like the third largest economy in the world? Or and they're like, pushing all the renewable, yeah. they, get, they get all the renewable news. Yes, yeah, we're, so we're pulling more batteries. There's a lot of opportunity out there. I mean, there's a, I think a, there's a lot of people to speak to. A lot of people are going to be making this purchasing decision soon. And it feels like, as usual, we like to kind of pat ourselves in the back as Hawaii, uh, you know, proponents. The but vanguard. it feels like it's the vanguard market. This is where it starts. This is where it takes off. And then these other environments across the country. And some of these places, you know, you can, Texas is, is apparently is is percolating quite a bit right now. And some of these other, uh, what were some of the other states he said? Was it Idaho? Idaho was an Idaho. interesting one that he mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so odd. places that wouldn't naturally come to mind necessarily for solar. And then the thing is, when you decide to get a solar system, and you go, okay, you can have a solar system that can backfeed energy, you can do this, or you know, you can get a battery too. Very, I think very few people are going to say, eh, I don't want a battery. I don't want to have safety and energy security in my home. I think they're going to go, yeah, I like that autonomy. That feels good. And I think that crosses all kinds of demographics. All kinds of people. I don't feel like anybody it's that has time of use really needs a battery. <laughs> that's, that's that's a no-brainer. We don't we don't actually in this state. But I think it, it makes total sense if you live in one of those TOU. And TOU, just for, for everyone's listening's sake, is when you mm -hmm. have different rate structures for different, different times rates, of day. right? You come home in the afternoon, of course, they charge you more. Because why would a battery what, be important then? Why would a battery be important? Because you can shift, shift over to battery power, use your stored energy from the sun solar you've been generating all day to power your loads instead of buying the high-priced electricity from there the you grid. Go. You save money doing it. You're not at the, uh, <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the mercy of the person that's writing the tariffs, right? Yep, yep. Um, but time of use, and speaking of California, we do have time of use mm -hmm. and from when we launched until now uh, surprisingly to I think everybody the majority of the reason why people have bought uh, home batteries in California mm -hmm. is for backup yeah uh, emergency planning you know being prepared mm -hmm. um, that that's where we go and you know we look to Hawaii to learn quite a bit and um, my, my curiosity here in Hawaii is do people take that same approach are people still being uh, doing what they can to prepare for uh, the unexpected or the worse. Um, because we definitely saw that trend in California. I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I know the conversations there. I know we talk about it a lot. I know people that have made that decision, but I, I, I feel like the conversation has generally been one of an economic one. I think initially, mm -hmm. when you look back on solar, it was a carbon discussion. It was, a, it was a hey, I got to be responsible for this. And I'm the the early adopters, you know, ten years ago, and then moving into it was like a, a raw economic conversation because it was like a you know three year simple payback period or something really aggressive like that, right? And then I think it became more like uh, oh, I need batteries for the economics to work and I think now it's starting to move into energy resilience and energy security. We've, we've been watching very carefully what happened with Puerto Rico and a couple other places around the world as they've been hit with, with significant storms and we have been lucky. I mean we had the no-name storm that came through. Yeah. It's a little false sense of security but I mean it, it, we're, we're eventually we're gonna get hit. It's just gonna happen and there's there's I don't know how many years down the road, but it, wouldn't it be nice if you had a battery in place instead of trying to buy the battery after the fact or in the days before when, when Costco <laughs> sold out of generators and I'll tell you, <laughs> all those, that nice little LG pack is sold there, out at Costco because there aren't any left. <laughs> there is nothing like looking at a hurricane or a typhoon out here in the Pacific coming down out of the Pacific onto the islands and watching people making some buying decisions right then. <laughs> we all kind of go, whoa, I need a generator right now, <laughs> right? Yep. Or I need a yep. whatever. So what what kind of, just quickly, like what, what kind of battery backup power does the, does the LG 10H offer to someone in that circumstance? Can you give us a sense of it? Well, it will typically in emergency situations, we're going to be backing up the refrigerator. Um, you want your your router, your your internet connections. Obviously, a couple lights. Maybe the garage door is a mm -hmm. good thing yep. to back up. And mm -hmm. um, the idea is when, when you're in an emergency situation, uh, you want to like you know preserve what you have. So it's really important to you know keep your food and, and keep yourself self-sustaining in your own home because uh, it's the unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how long it's going to last. You don't know the severity. You um, a couple so USB ports for charging. 
couple USB ports for charging. Correct. <laughs> we need DC power more than we need AC power. When oh, we, if yes. there's a natural disaster or something, uh, we want to be connected to our friends, our family. We want to know that everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can put a price tag on that. Yeah. You know, I, I understand the economic decision. Money rules the world, right? It has to be a factor into it. Um, but in California, with the the whole backup buying frenzy, um, you maybe um, you you sort of argue the conversation of uh, values above economics. Mm -hmm. People's values are worth more than than economics. So sure, but I mean, we we go back to the TOU conversation. I would argue that we have a bit of a of a time of use, not not in the fact that the rates actually change, but during the day you generate solar and you use your own solar, but it, during the evening you will be pulling from the utility, and our rates are extraordinarily high out here. So. Why wouldn't you rather use the use the battery, your stored battery power yeah. daily? In, you know, <laughs> it, honest, it will pay for itself. <laughs> yeah, it, the whole concept of and I don't I'm not lucky enough to have solar in my home, but if I had if I put down that kind of money to make power and generate power, mm -hmm. I want to use it. You know, at, at the end of the day, I want to be able to to use it rather than um, you know start paying high prices for when I need to have the energy the most. Uh, storage can also be seen as a way to protect your solar investment. Mm -hmm. So if you already put solar on your roof, especially in California now, you know the in the four to nine p.m. <clears throat> time, right when everyone gets home from work and the family's doing the family thing, it's incredibly expensive. Mm. So and that can continue to shift. But if you have a way to store the power that you produce. And you you pretty much kind of self-estating, yeah, you keep very control. empowering. Yeah, it's empowering. Exactly, exactly. Okay, well, we got a lot there. There's a bunch of other things I like to cover, but the the LG Chem is going to continue to be a part of the solar coaster in the upcoming months. And then if you want to do another show, we can talk about that too. We can cover more information. Uh, I know there's a couple of small things that I think people will want to be thinking about. Uh, warranties are generally a conversation point. Can you tell us quickly about the warranty? Ten-year warranties, and um, you know, LG is not going to go out of business. So there you go. Our, Huge. Yeah, those warranties Huge. mean something. They're they're ironclad. That's a big one right there, right? Absolutely. Um, any other t talking points that we should cover before? Um, just to, if you want to get in touch with Lynn, she said she was open to feedback. Uh, send us a note at the Solar Coaster. Um, do you want to give information out, or do you want? Yes, we, okay. I, I want anyone and tell, everyone tell to contact me. How, tell folks how to get in touch with you. Um, Lynn Tran, uh, 415-715-4673. Uh, literally contact me anytime. Wow. <laughs> Just gave your cell phone out to 40,000 people. Okay. Good for you. Okay. Well, yeah. so. well, I want to see the interest. <laughs> very good. Very good. So this has been uh, Lynn and some fine folks here uh, from LG Chem that have given us a great rundown of the LG Chem 10H Resu and the more recently launched LGE inverter uh, that pairs great with LG panels, which is pretty exciting. First ever... Uh, experience here so um, we really look forward to continuing to have the dialogue and then uh, you know maybe bring some listeners in hear from their experiences with your product line maybe even cover the first uh, full wrap panel inverter battery uh, uh, installation and you know, get out great. there with some videos and some uh, interviews and uh, we'll just continue to track this story so thank you very much for your support and thanks for coming into the uh, to the solar coast today folks thanks very much for having thank us you. all right so that was a great experience with um, with Lynn and the crew over there at LG chem one of our newest Sponsors here at the Solar Coaster. Uh, it's been really a, fantastic to have them all in the studio and, and meet everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People from HQ, also from uh, the mainland. So, hey, folks, this has been the Solar Coaster. We're sponsored by Sundrum Solar, Pantech Design, and LG Chem. Have a great weekend. Catch some rays. Aloha, Friday, folks.